Hello and welcome to another podcast interview today with an expert in the tree service business space. This is Wesley Smith, your host of Tree Service Marketing Profits. Thanks for joining us today. So we've got a special guest today on the tree service business. They've been around for a long, long time. Very impressive story on the business. Now it's like multi-generational business. If you're on YouTube, by the way, go ahead and like and subscribe to our channel. We've got more expert interviews coming up and marketing content. If you're on the podcast, like and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, we always appreciate those. It really helps our podcast kind of get more uh, in the algorithms there. So I just wanted to welcome today, Eric Levendale with uh, Colonial Tree. How you doing, Eric? Good. I'm absolutely glad to be here. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks for joining us today. So I know you're the son of the owner and kind of coming in and kind of shed some light of kind of what's going on with the business. Uh, Colonial Tree Service up in Kingston, Massachusetts, kind of what you guys do. Are you guys kind of just a, like a full service tree company, tree removal, tree trimming and pruning? Do you guys do contract work and municipalities, government work, things like that too? Um, a full service for residential and commercial. We try to stay away from municipal and contracts because that's just not our thing. Just doesn't work out as well for us. But we do a lot of residential work and a little bit of commercial if we get the chance to. Gotcha. So you kind of like to get in on the job, get in, get out, right? Get to the next one. Yeah, try to get to everybody as fast as we can. Awesome, man. Cool. Well, I guess to get started a little bit, like tell us a little bit about Colonial Tree Service, like where you guys are uh, in the country. I think Kingston, Massachusetts is where you're based out of. And then kind of like how many crews you got, what, what you guys do per year type thing, a number of employees and that type of thing. Um, we're really small, actually, because we started in 1972. My uncle started the company. And he ran it very well for a very long time. Then some things happened. We ended up with it, but there was an auction and we ended up with the company's bucket truck in the 18 inch Moorbark 2400 chipper. And that's all we had besides our one ton dump truck and a trailer and mini skid steer. And my parents took that on about 12 years ago. Now I'd say it was 2012 when they did that. So 10 okay. years. And Ever since then, it's just been great. There's been a lot of hardships. It's really hard to find people, as you know, especially when you're starting out, you don't have all the state-of-the-art equipment. And that's what a lot of people look for now because they want to make the job easier, which is very understandable. I do too. That's why we're going to invest in state-of-the-art equipment in the future. But um, yeah, over the past 10 years, my parents have been doing it. And the least I can say is to be to get to a point because you can see our reviews. We have, we have a pretty good reputation around here. We, we do an awful lot of work around here. Um, you just have to know how to cut down trees, really, to run a tree service, I guess. <laughs> yeah, be really good and efficient with what you're doing and, and be safe on the property. Be efficient. Clean up after yourself. I think I've seen a lot of the slogans out there. We leave your yard cleaner than we found it. I think that's kind of a good motto, you know? We try to do. We try to, we, we're trying to build the best reputation we can possibly have. We leave every yard as spotless as we can possibly get it. And I feel like that's the most important thing of running a company is before you go into your branding, before you go into your marketing, before you go into how big you can scale your business, you have to get what you actually provide as a service down to a science. Absolutely. I mean, taking a tree down is no small feat, whether you're climbing the tree and taking it down limb by limb and trunk by trunk based, or you're doing it with equipment. It's still, there's a lot of safety precautions and training that goes along with that to doing it the right way and getting it removed safely. So everybody comes out in one piece. Right. So, I mean, that's not just an overnight thing that you learn how to do. Exactly. It takes years of experience. That's why most owner operators ended up working for a company long before they actually started their operation. But some people go right into it and they, they do really good being self-taught. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's awesome, man. So you kind of came in. So your uncle started it back in 1972. Gosh, I mean, we're kicking 50 years now. So that's 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 really awesome, man. There's not a lot of businesses that even last 50 years to to say the least. So that's awesome. It's been around 50 years. That's a testament to what kind of work you guys are doing, what type of service you're providing. Because you know, bad news travels a lot faster than good news. So if you're doing the wrong thing out there, you're not you're not going to last anywhere near 50 years, much less you know five decades like that. Uh, but you, we went through kind of how your business got started. So he did that, and then he got to the point where he was kind of ready to exit. I'm, I'm taking it, and then your 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 mom and dad kind of took it over about 10 years ago. You said. Yeah, about 10 years ago, he gave us his blessing. He gave us the name and the phone number and a little bit of equipment to get it restarted. And it's been a blast ever since then. And we're just going to keep going up. That's pretty much our only goal is just keep expanding. I don't want to become a massive company because in my opinion, that's just too much stress having multiple crews. My ideal is just one crew with enough equipment to efficiently provide the best service we can possibly provide. Well, you know, and a lot of our clients, they're in that same avenue. So, I mean, everybody has the opportunity to do whatever. You, everybody's business is is their opportunity to, to make it whatever they want, right? Some people are happy staying small and being efficient with a one good crew. Other people want to go to the moon and, you know, be in 10 other cities and all this other stuff. So it really just depends on the person, the business owner, and kind of your own preference of what size you want to be. So there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. There's probably a lot of one crew companies that actually net make more money at the end of the year than some of the bigger companies. Right. So, I mean, that's, that's really just kind of up to the business owners. So that's awesome, man. Well, thanks for sharing. Now they got, you guys got the new energy in there. Now you got the, the sun comes in and, and now you're learning the business really well. And how's it been going, man? Has it been a learning curve or are you, are you kind of getting the, the hang of things and getting going? It's been really good. I started in the summer of 2020 around june when everything right was COVID. shut down right after the lockdown yeah, yeah i went to work then because i didn't actually care about cutting down trees at all i wanted to be a carpenter for the longest time and i was just kind of doing it to help my dad because he was in a pinch couldn't really find anybody good to help at the time so i'm like all right i'll help you out because i have a wicked good relationship with my parents so i was like all right yeah i'll go help i'll make some money and i didn't really care until right around the time i went back to school that year is my junior year of high school and I really started to miss it. I really, really, really started to miss it. And I'm like, you know, tree work isn't that bad. And I started leaning away from carpentry because we moved into um, framing and I was more of a cabinet maker. And I tore my ACL in September of 2020. And I had a lot of time to just kind of sit around and think. And I ended up watching quite a few videos on YouTube of um, just tree removal, business tactics. Um, I watched a lot of lawn care business videos, but that just kind of got the spark started. And ever since then, I've been head on. I've loved it so much. Well, that's great, man. That's great. Everybody kind of comes into what they want to do. And I think it's kind of fate is what brings you into what you're doing pretty much on a daily basis. And uh, so you guys are used to what do kind of like your ideal customer. It's kind of residential, commercial, some, and then do you guys have like a unique sales proposition? I mean, obviously being in business 50 years is a unique sales proposition in itself, but do you guys have any other slogans or other things that you kind of, um, you know, market out there? My mother made the slogan. My mother's the most amazing person I know. She's done so much for us to get us to this point. She's the only reason why we're here, to be honest, because her bookkeeping is amazing. Everything she does is amazing. But um, she made the slogan excellence and integrity. And I think that works with us very well because, there's a million tree companies in Massachusetts, especially the South Shore. We have like 
the most tree work. I think it's the most tree ca- tree cranes per mile radius like ever around wow. here. We have a we have a lot of tree companies around here, mm-hmm. and um, we just try to provide an excellent service and have integrity. We don't overcharge people. We don't undercharge. We don't undercut bids. We just try to bid as fair as we possibly can and do the best job and just make an honest living. I like that. Excellence and integrity. That says it all because you want to do excellent work for the clients that you do work for and you want to do it with integrity. You know, you don't want to do anything, cut the corners or do any kind of shoddy work. That's really good. Giving your mom the credit, man, moms don't get enough credit. And uh, the books and all that stuff on the accounting side is a big part of business in the, in the, to begin with. So that's awesome. She's knocking that stuff out for you guys and keeping it in the family. Um, what type of um, like marketing do you guys do? Do you guys do any type of marketing or is it mainly just word of mouth or how do you guys do? So we have the website and mm-hmm. I go on my phone and I clear everything, search history, cash, all that. And I look us up. I look up tree removal near me, tree service. Near me. And our Google listing, I would like to get it up more, but it, it can be hard to get Google reviews because I have these little, um, I actually have one with me right here. I have these cards I made. They say our logo and it says, how was everything? And on the uh-huh. back, it says, visit our website or scan the QR code and leave us a Google review. Great idea. Which they do work. They do work. I just started handing them out and I designed them myself. I got the idea from um, Hive, our website provider. I just kind of reworked their idea. Mm-hmm. But for marketing right now, we have the website that my mother puts together, a Facebook page and Instagram, and we do yard signs. Good. And we have business cards that we hand out when we deliver wood chips to people because dumping locally around here can be very hard because all the places like we have Smith equipment, they take wood chips and they regrind them into mulch. They get overloaded very fast because of how much tree work's going on around here. So we've resorted to marketing ourselves to bring free wood chips to people because it's a mm-hmm. kind of a rural urban area and people love using wood chips for their gardens and their yards. So I found out that actually works very well for getting yourself into more clients is to offer free wood chip drop-offs because it's very easy. I have a contact book on my phone with everybody's information. And whenever we're close, I just type in the town and it brings me everybody in the town. And I just type in probably three addresses into my map book from where we are. And I'll find somebody within five minutes to bring a load of wood chips to. It saves a lot of time too. That's a great share, man. Thanks for bringing that up. We've got a couple of clients that offer free wood chips too. And it is, it's just another opportunity to go drop off wood chips and have your billboard on your truck flying through the neighborhood, right? And then everybody yep. sees it. So it's a good opportunity to, A, get more referrals in that neighborhood because you're already working with that one customer in that neighborhood. Uh, even if it's wood trips, you know, wood chips and not tree service that day, but they still see your truck and it's more branding. It's more impressions for people. Um, so that's a great point. And then also when you're there, you can leave behind the, the thing that you left behind, right? Even if you left uh, wood chips, they can still give you a review that, you guys showed up when you said you were going to show up or something like that. So that's a good share, man. Thanks for sharing that. That's a great, that's, that's just free marketing. Basically you're able to dump your load off and you get some free marketing out of it. Um, so that's exactly. Great. Yeah. And a lot of people do need those wood chips for their flower beds. I'm in Georgia. So a lot of people, they use mulch and things like that for their flower bed and, and curb appeal things. So that's, that's exactly what people use around here too. Um, yeah. And the signs, you know, and people don't do signs enough, I don't think. So I, I always suggest, and we've got a couple of good sign providers online that you can order hundred or 200 signs with the stakes for a very low cost, but it's always good to, you know, put those in the yard that you're doing the job in, because you'd be surprised the neighbors drive by a few days later, same day, whatever. And you're going to get calls off those, you know, in addition to your trucks being wrapped. So 
that's just always, that's a powerful thing. And it's pretty inexpensive. I mean, for a couple hundred bucks a month, you can have a hundred signs, you know, a month and you can put them out yeah. in the corners of the neighborhoods, things like that. How do you guys use them in the yards that you're doing the work for? Or do you put them out other places? Yeah, we do them just in the yards that we work for. I printed them on Vistaprint. I just made a little design. I know I, I'm like moderate with being able to design. I used to do a lot of um, design like two years ago around the time I started to work and I do a lot of design on the internet. So I used to sell, um, I used to sell thumbnails for YouTube videos and like I used to design logos and stuff. Ooh. I wasn't too good at that, but I'm good. I'm good enough to the point where I can make some branding for us, but we put yard signs out in every yard that we work in the town's littered with them, but we pick them up after two weeks. We always make sure we get them after two weeks. Cause we don't want to leave. We don't want to leave them everywhere. Cause it's just going to become waste. We don't want that on the ground. So our policy is we pick them up after two weeks, but they are literally everywhere right now. I can drive two seconds down the street and see like five of them. It's awesome. And you get calls though, right? I mean, here. Yeah, somebody yesterday. Oh, sorry to cut you off. No, go ahead. Somebody yesterday actually called us and they said, I just moved to the town of Kingston and I see your signs literally everywhere. I want to get an estimate on some tree removal. And I was kind of like, at first I thought signs were stupid. I was like, no, I don't read signs when I drive by. I don't care, but. I guess seeing the color over and over and over again makes mm -hmm. you read it because the blue and yellow on the side of the road in the Tri-Town area that we're in just everywhere, I guess it really does it really does grab attention, especially if you have vibrant colors on your sign. Absolutely. And your website, same color, your truck's the same color. I mean, it all kind of jives together and it leaves that impression in people's heads and they remember it. And you never know when the next $5,000, $10,000 job is going to come through, right? So that's always good to keep those out there, man. So it sounds like the signs right now are probably the most profitable marketing channel, I guess you would say, probably at the moment. And then just also the free wood chips, right? Yeah, I definitely say word of mouth and the signs do us very well. The wood chips are the wood chips are a rising star. They're definitely a rising star. We got a call yesterday. We dropped um two days ago last week. We dropped off wood chips, and what I do every time I drop off wood chips is I put a business card in my pocket before I go out, open the tailgate, and we dump. And as I'm walking, I walk over, shake their hand, say, thank you for letting us dump here. It means a lot. Here's a business card if you ever need anything, wood chips, removal, storm damage, anything. And um, we had somebody call the next day. They're like, yeah, I want you to come look at some tree work, and I think it's going to be a pretty big job. They have a uh, yard full of trees, so it works out very well. It's just a numbers game. That's it, man. And uh as long as you put them out, I mean, you know, the, the main thing too on, on the, the wood chips, that's kind of like what, what I like to call like a backdoor sales strategy, right? Like you're, you're offering a service for free, but oh, by the way, if you guys need some tree service work, you know, here we are. And so it just kind of keeps you in the, in the loop and it keeps you in the mix of everybody's mind. And it's just a good, a good service to offer all the way around. And a lot of people don't do it. And I always think it's just a good free advertising method because it's just going to keep you rolling around in your zip code more, right? You're going to be riding around and people are going to be seeing your truck over and over and over. So you do the online reviews with the card that you leave behind with the QR code. And, you know, I think that since COVID and all the restaurants are doing the QR codes, people have kind of learned how to use those more. So I think it's a good thing that you're doing that. That's a great idea. I may even actually implement some of that with uh, some of our clients, because I think that's a good, a good, easy way to leave something behind and get them to do that. Are you offering them any kind of discount or any kind of like anything if they do leave the review? Um, that That's just kind of against how I operate. I don't want to, I don't have a problem with people offering a discount. I don't really see a problem with it, but I'm not trying to coax anybody into giving us a good review. I only want a good review if they actually 
truly enjoyed the service enough to the point where they're like, I want to write a review. That's good. Yeah. Some people do that or they'll say, you know, we'll uh, knock off 10 bucks or something if you do this or do that. So that's good. If you, I mean, if they like your service enough, they're going to give you a review. If not, if not, that's fair enough. And then um, social media. So you're using Facebook and Instagram. Are you guys doing like, so you're posting kind of like, hey, we're on a job. We're doing this. We're doing that sharing photos and things like that. Are you guys boosting any of those posts or anything to kind of make it more awareness in the area? Um, no, I haven't really had a, I haven't had a purpose to, I just kind of post them and I geotag the location. Some people see it get shared around by friends, family. Some of our clients share the post on Facebook because I, I try to make interesting videos. I try to actually capture what we do because no tree services around here really film what they do. They'll take like they'll take a picture of the equipment working but they don't they don't really post any videos and it's just something new that we do that nobody else really does and people really do enjoy seeing it that's great man another another thing you can do with those same videos and those same photos that you're uploading the social media upload to your google business listing and that's going to help your maps have more engagement that's going to help your maps show up more in, in local searches so that's a really good thing you can do you can, those photos can go a long way and if you name those photos tree service kingston.jpg tree removal kingston things like that and then upload them to your google business listing they'll then show up more it's, it's kind of an seo optimized type photo uploading uh, situation and then also if you look in the images when you do a search you'll see your images in there because they're named that keyword so that's another thing you can do and then you can also post on your google business listing too as, as often as you want you can do those little posts and that kind of helps it be a little bit more visible so all those activities kind of help google go Hey, this, this business right here is very active on the internet. They've got a good rating. They're getting consistent reviews, uploading photos. We're going to show this one more often. And there's a lot of different spokes on the wheel and, and reasons they're going to show yours over the competitions, but that's a lot of it right there. Um, so it sounds like you're doing a good bit of that stuff. So awesome, man. So is there any other things on the horizon that you think that it sounds like you guys are busy as a good 50 year old company that's that's a, in itself going to bring in a lot of referrals and people that have already done business with you in the past you had mentioned that you have some sort of database for your clients do you guys have like a a system like a jobber.com or a single ops or anything like that, that that has a database of all your customers my parents are very old-fashioned they do everything on paper they keep a very good record of everything on paper though but um, I keep a database of people that we drop wood chips to because I, I can't do it on paper on the fly. But in the future, I would like to use something like you said, like Jobber to keep track of all the clients. But that's in the future. As of right now, we just want to make as much money as we can and build up as much as we can, get some new equipment because our equipment works great. We have, I wouldn't say beautiful. It's, it's a little rough around the edges as it is being 20 years old, a little bit of rust, but very restorable, nice equipment that we have right now that works very well. But the wood chipper that we have is getting quite old and we do want to invest in a newer wood chipper to better serve our clients in the future. But as of right now, ours works fine. It has a 220 horse Cummins in it. You can take an 18 inch log. It ships everything we throw at it every day and it has for the past almost 30 years. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But That's it's right. getting to that point where it's becoming kind of, eh, can't get parts for it anymore. So if something does break, then that will post a big issue yeah that's the teeter-totter that you go through you know do i do i keep my old equipment keep replacing or you know keep repairing it or i just go ahead and buy new and replace it and so eventually you'll get to that stage where the the pain of owning it's probably higher than the pain of paying for a new one so you go ahead and get a new one um but yeah so building that database is powerful over the years and you can start wherever you're at right now and you can you know manually enter some of them in there 
and then continue to add all the new ones in there because then you can do email marketing to that database. And that's very powerful for just kind of building a fence around your local customers. Um, and we do that for a lot of clients. And it's, it's really the cheapest and lowest cost appointments you can generate because they've already done business with you in the past or have gotten an estimate from you in the past because they're in the system. And so, oh yeah, there's Colonial Tree Service. They've got a 10% off special this month or they're doing veteran work this month or whatever the case may be on your marketing newsletter. And then you're going to get appointments out of that. So it works really, really well. So I'm glad you're kind of thinking about that for the future. That's a really good thing to do. Um, so what would you say to the owner of a tree service business who's trying to kind of build it up, kind of grow it and uh, take it to the next level? Like, I think you've mentioned a lot of them is do the right thing, excellence and integrity and, and putting signs out and just staying busy with, with those types of things. It's going to keep kind of keep the thing moving, moving forward. Right. Um. I would say if you're just starting out, you're somewhat new to tree work, just do the best job you can. Don't go in over your head. Don't put yourself in millions of dollars of debt. As, as we do, we buy a truck at time, one piece of equipment at a time, pay it off. Right now, we've, we're just about finished with our Ford F650 chip truck, which was by far the best investment we could have ever made. And next, it's going to be a wood chipper than an excavator. But Take everything, take payments one at a time because the economy can the economy can shift at any time. You could you could go from a booming economy to nobody being able to cut down trees for a while. We're lucky to be in an area where there's a lot of wealth, there's a lot of older people who just care about home improvement a lot. So a recession would not hurt us as bad as it would hurt other people, but it'll still hurt. So only take loans that you think you could handle when service is going to be low. Don't don't take on loans. Don't take on jobs that you can't handle at all. Um, give yourself the best name that you can possibly give yourself. Be honest with all your clients. Don't lie for more money. Don't don't overprice jobs. Don't undercut people. Just just do what's right. To be honest, is what is what I'd say. Just do what's right. Yeah, and then that travels fast. Referrals start building up. Momentum starts building, and before you know it, you're busy as you possibly could be, and you got to hire people and get more equipment. So. Well, thanks, Eric, so much. Eric with Colonial Tree Service, we appreciate your time today and, and coming on the podcast and just sharing valuable tips and insights on what's working for you guys. And I liked, you know, specifically the nuggets about free wood chips. That's great marketing. You're, you're driving around, you're offering a free service. People need the wood chips. They want the wood chips. They buy mulch from the store anyway, the home box store. So why not drop off free wood chips? And then it also does marketing for your company and you can drop signs off even when you're doing that. So uh, great shares today. I appreciate you joining us. And uh, again, everybody, if you're on YouTube watching this uh, later, go ahead and like and subscribe to our channel. We really appreciate it. It helps our channel tremendously. And if you're on the podcast, like uh, the podcast on the player there, this is Wesley Smith with Tree Service Marketing Profits Podcast. We'll see you on the next one. Thank you.